0: Well, hello. Welcome to Coach and Seabass show with a little bit of afternoon delight. Uh quick little quickie to get you through the day. This was previously we used to do morning you're ketchup. Get, you're
1: getting no quickies from me. I, I don't believe you're using this kind of language on a podcast.
0: Little afternoon delight for the fans, what they like, you know, get a good quickie in and a little nooner. Um we used to call this the morning ketchup because we used to do it a little bit earlier, but someone can't wake up anymore. You know, I'm not going to say any names, sea bass, so we do it in the afternoon. And it was morning ketchup like the sauce with a K, not catsup, because only Nazis spell it catsup, but it was morning we never, ketchup.
1: We never, we never did the uh, ketchup together, though.
0: Yeah, I know. But it was still part of the same series, so hey man, don't don't argue, that's like three interruptions so far during this intro, and I can't even, yeah, just forget it. No intro, just, how's it going, man?
1: Good, I, I didn't realize you were making an intro, I'm so... No, no,
0: no, it's fine, we don't need one, it's just a little afternoon delight, you're just going to rush through your quickie, you know, I guess that's part of it. <laughs> There's no foreplay, no kissing, no trying to get them in the mood, just just straight up insertion right into the middle of the freaking...
1: Oh gosh, we can't even do this, man. It's like we're just like sitting around talking about stuff. We're talking about quickies.
0: Isn't that what's... Always on your mind, I mean, isn't that the only reason you wanted to be a part of this show anyway, isn't that, that's what the people want, man, we've got to give the people what they want, they want a little afternoon delight.
1: <laughs> What's up with you on the freaking afternoon delight today, man?
0: I'm, well, it's because I'm positive at least 33% of our listeners want to sleep with me. So, Oh, yeah? Yeah, because as of today, we have me, you, and my wife are the only listeners. So,
1: uh, I was going to say you got to be careful what you wish for, man, because, dude, some people do want to sleep with you because they'll just sleep with anyone.
0: Uh-huh. And then you
1: get, you get plenty of that afternoon delight little quickies that you're saying and talking about.
0: Aw, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. Alright, we can change that percentage to sixty-six percent of the people listening to this show want to sleep with me. Thank you, Steve. I'm flattered.
1: It wasn't supposed to be a compliment. It was supposed <laughs> to say that there's tons of gross gay people that will just sleep with people.
0: You're so sweet. That was nice of you. Gosh. <laughs> so You're
1: just like you're way too optimistic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when you've got a body like this, man, it, it's warranted. If you saw this thing up close, you'd, you'd want to be friends with it.
1: Speaking of, man, how's your diet going?
0: Uh, I don't like to say I diet. So and I'm going to assume by diet you just mean my overall eating habits because I don't diet.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I understand diet. I, I just, you know, I just, I kind of understand because you, you go on a freaking diet for two weeks and then you freaking bounce back and you start eating donuts again like an idiot. So yeah. when I when I say diet, I usually just mean like, what's your like because you you made a complete like lifestyle change from what I understand.
0: Yeah, I, I did um, mostly with the support, guidance, help. Uh, encouragement of my wife, who's leading by awesome example, who is in fantastic shape. I mean, she's always been in fantastic shape, but um, she usually takes care of our meals and stuff, and we have the great relationship, because she can decide that, you know what, we're going on juicing this week, or we're going on just veggies this week, or we're going to eat, you know, soups or something, and she whips up everything, and works out perfect because being the pig that i am i eat everything so i absolutely just love trying new foods and new stuff so whatever she makes i'm happy whereas lots of relationships they you know, have to make separate meals and fight over what they're making and who's eating what because you get a lot of picky eaters and it causes problems are
1: joking what's
0: joking about what people
1: actually fight over their freaking dinners
0: yeah of course A flip all the more and more
1: idiots by the minute
0: (laughs) all the time you see couples who one person eats one way and um, the other eats another way a few years back I can't even tell you this years 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 back um, you know back before me and my brother had our falling out which is another long story back when I was still invited to their place I went out, went to visit my brother in Arizona, and at the time, my brother really wasn't huge into the fitness, uh, I mean, he's in fantastic shape now, um, but but he wasn't really, like, totally into it, so we go over there, and we're having dinner, um, and we go, we all, we go, we sit down for dinner, and his wife comes out with the tray of food and sets it down, and it's like these... Um, Cheesy, cheesy chicken enchiladas, but it's mostly it's more cheese than anything. I mean, it's the it's the baked ones, kind of the American way of making enchiladas. Um, yeah. You basically wrap you know wrap the tortillas with chicken, you put cheese on the inside and cheese and sauce all over the top, and you wrap a bunch of them, put them in a pan, and throw them in the oven, right? Um, right, right. So she's scooping them up off off the tray. Yeah with the spatula and putting it on the tray, I'm just looking at it. It just looked like, like a plate full of goo to me. It was just all <laughs> cheese, which which when I was, you know, 16, I absolutely loved cheese and nachos, and I remember self-serve nachos at the 7-Eleven. We, we could just drown it in cheese. It'd be, it was like nacho cereal. It was great. You had to fish through the cheese to try to find a chip, um, and you loved it, but now, that you know, that's kind of gross to me. I just don't like it anymore. Um, so this plate of goo cheese, I was just staring at it, trying to pick the chicken out of it and eating it, not, you know, trying to be nice. And then um, my brother's wife sits down, and she's got, like, chicken breast and vegetables uh, and rice and <laughs> this, like, crazy delicious-looking meal. And I'm like, what the heck? Why did we get this? freaking cheesy sloppy goo artery stopper meal and she's got freaking fresh steamed vegetables rice and uh, chicken breast and I was I just remember being like what in the world I didn't say anything it was because you know she was she's heavy into fitness and cross training and she looks like a freaking bodybuilder now she's all muscular and crazy um, but Um, she was, like, totally into the fitness at the time, and I guess my brother and the kids were not, so they would have separate meals. She'd have maybe a protein shake at lunch, and they would have, like, cake and ice cream with bacon for lunch, you know? (laughs) So people have separate meals all the time, different relationships, like, um, different stuff.
1: Dude, there's two things... You could never, you could never tell my wife to cook two different things. It's, <laughs> it, I mean, it's. I would. We got three kids, man. Uh-huh. If I mean, I I would understand that. I mean, if, if you got three kids, you're eating to survive, and you you spend as much time as you can with the kids because the food freaking doesn't matter. So like you know, we don't really, I don't even question anything she cooks. I just, you know, I just eat it. So you, you couldn't, you couldn't like ask her to make two meals. And I wouldn't even let you because, because that means that the kids are on their own for half the day, you know, and it's kind of retarded. Mm-hmm. And, and two, you know, I mean, if if someone's putting in the effort to cook, the least you can do is appreciate it. You know, mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't ever. I mean, one time, one time, I think I said to my wife that what she, what she cooked was terrible was because it actually was terrible.
0: It was, it was,
1: it was not edible. You could not eat it. <laughs> and And we both, we both agreed that it was terrible. I think she messed up the recipe or something. And it just didn't turn out like it wasn't even like sometimes it's just good food, but you just don't like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it was, it was way past that it was it was literally we could not eat it. Hmm. So we, we just tossed it, you know. But even if if it's something I don't like, you know, I don't like I don't like uh, soups. Because in Poland, you, you put um, you put meat into your soup and it's got often it's got still got got bones on it. Mm-hmm. Like you put like a like a chicken leg in it
0: mm-hmm. and then you
1: cook it cook it with the chicken leg and the the chicken leg has bones on it. Right. And I I keep finding bones, man. And and I was I have a fear of choking. I've I've choked uh uh three times when I was younger and I have a huge fear of choking.
0: Hmm.
1: So you know i just don't like i just don't like soups unless she says there's no meat in it i won't eat it right. um but it's not because i don't like the actual soup you know my wife makes really good soups i just don't eat them because i'm scared of dying <laughs> you know <laughs> well that um, makes
0: sense i guess
1: yeah i mean there's always it's crazy i you know and sometimes you ask me to like eat it and i'll eat it and and, and then i'll find like two pieces of bone in it you know, and I'll just, like, show her because I don't want to just make things up, you know?
0: Why don't you just, if you know it's a, one of the soups that has meat in it, because I know what you're talking about. There's, They say that's where most of the flavor, that's why they soak it in there. Why don't you, once right. you make your bowl, just go through and fish out all the bones first? That's she normal, does that. She, that's what normal, sane people do.
1: Right, right. She does that. She, she, um, she does that for me and she does that for the kids. Uh, Mm -hmm. because it's part of the cooking, you kind of fish it out when you're done cooking. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: But there's still still bones in it. And she says no one else finds any bones and I'm the only person that finds any bones in the soup. (laughs) But it's it's very consistent. You know, I, I, I find I find like one or two bones in my soup and I get stressed out. And she's like, but the kids didn't find anything. And I didn't find anything. And, and I say, Hey, probably because you didn't pay attention, you know, you're just swallowing, and it goes right, right in with the rest of the food. You know, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't like, but even then I, I, she just knows I won't eat them. Right. And I, I never say I don't like it. You know, I think it's disrespectful.
0: Right.
1: Someone slaving over. Yeah.
0: Well that is the probably a major culture difference of being in uh being in Poland where they you actually have equal respect, you know, for your spouse and they're not like treated like someone who owes you something.
1: What? <laughs> what are you what are you
0: saying? I'm saying over there you guys are still old school and you actually care the effort that your wife is putting in so you just enjoy whatever comes. Which is the right. way it should be. But but now I can go down the list of people I know that the husband and wife have two different meals. I'm not saying that the wife has to make it. You know, the husband may make her may make his meal and she may make her own. I've seen right. friends or couples that are like that too, like I don't eat what she eats, so I make my own meal um which
1: is fine which is fine if there's a reason to it like for instance i was on this juicing thing for about a month mm-hmm. you know and I, I i told her i was like dude i'm gonna try this juicing i'm gonna try to lose some weight and she just made me a juice
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: i mean not a big deal but there was a reason for it you know not right. just like i don't like it
0: right right, right. Yep. so we we work out great i guess same as you whatever so Um, whatever deliciousness my wife comes up with, I eat. So half the time I get to get in shape and eat healthy by default because she's doing it. I I don't know what I'd be like uh, on my own, honestly. (laughs) I mean, I was never really uh, had a major problem with my weight and overeat. I usually try to make better decisions, but but I will splurge. I will... I do like my donuts. I do like pizza. (laughs) Um, I do like certain things. Like, you hand me a bag of almond roca or any kind of toffee with nuts and chocolate. Oh, man, it's going to be a problem. I'll eat that whole thing. I don't really eat a bunch of candy, but something about almond roca or, like, toffee chocolate with nuts, the crunch, that's, that's one weakness. But, like, if you've got... M&M's, Skittle, candy bars, or any of that sitting around. I c- it can be right in front of me and I won't touch it, but uh, there's certain things that have my weaknesses. <laughs> um, right, right. So, yeah, so I haven't I haven't been dieting per se, but we did make a major change in, um, in what we're eating. I don't like to label it, but I, I'll just say eating less meat, actually, not... Um, was a was a major change uh, that's been working great and attempting. I can't even say it's been working out more because I haven't. I've attempted and I've done some exercises, but I think it's all been, it's pretty much been the diet, man, um, or the change in eating so much and so much crap and different things that you cook with, you know we use a lot of coconut oil on any on most stuff now instead of like cooking oil or lard or any of Crisco or any of the other oils that you use. we try to cook with coconut oil, so that made a big difference um, right. One thing we did do that probably sounds weird and gross, but it did. I actually lost a bunch of weight um when I first started doing it was found something called Bulletproof Coffee. And if you're representative of that, we are free to, remember you can send us donations for a sponsorship for mentioning Bulletproof trademark Bulletproof Coffee. Um, but I will follow that up with saying <laughs> they have their own <laughs> quote unquote proprietary blend um, and they want you to buy their bottle of Bulletproof Coffee and their blend uh, for like $80 or whatever, which is fine. I'm not knocking people making a business out of something. But it really is, and I'm not kidding. You can read the ingredients on their proprietary blend for their $80 bottle. It really is just coffee with butter and coconut oil <laughs> instead of sugar and cream and all the other junk we put in there. Um you'd do like a two two or three tablespoons of of butter and coffee. And the theory behind it is it is putting the good fats, so not margarine and all the fake stuff, all the stuff that they created that's supposed to be diet, like Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, the diet drinks, um, margarine, and all these food substitutes, you know, years later, they're finding out aren't really that much greater for you because they're not natural, Um you know, like the fake sugars, they find out now they're like was this big push on doing switching to diet because there's no calories just because they don't track it that way. But turns out all, all, right. the, all the crap that's actually in it, just because they don't register the calories, doesn't mean whatever is in the crap is good for you. So they're, they, now they're saying, you know, regular pure sugar is better than the sucralose and all these substitutes because it's actually natural from the earth and same with butter. Butter right. is actually 100% natural, and margarine and all these substitutes may have less calories, but it's not real food; it's synthetic. <laughs> I remember seeing like you know some post or scientist thing on one of those sites showing um, some you know dropping butter on the ground and dropping margarine on the ground right next to each other, and all the ants were covering the butter and none of them were on the margarine. I was like, even ants know it's not real food. <laughs> Uh, you could probably find that post. It's pretty funny. Like, you can try it. Go outside and drop a cube of butter and a d- cube of margarine right next to each other, and the ants won't even eat it. They'll go right over around it and go to the butter. Um, right. But um, so this bulletproof coffee is... Uh, basically, you take your regular coffee, don't put anything else, just add butter and coconut oil and it's actually really good, but the science behind it is something about these pure natural oils are the good fats that your body needs and somehow sparks the metabolism and helps you break down food and all that and they actually say on the site and on their articles um you can lose weight by eating everything that you're normally eating now by just adding two to three. I think grams, not grams, two to three tablespoons of some good oil or fat to your diet. So it doesn't just have to be coconut oil, I mean to every meal. So with breakfast, lunch, or dinner, if you eat the same thing that you normally eat, but just somehow add two to three tablespoons of a good fat, so it could be butter, I know it sounds insane to say I lost weight by adding two to three tablespoons of butter to every meal, but it actually worked. Um, so adding butter, it says you can use butter, coconut oil, olive oil, avocados, or any one of the other substitutes that, are fish oil, that, um, that that's in this like same category of the good fats that are actually good for you. So yeah, I went to started drinking this bulletproof coffee which wasn't a stretch for me we already drink coffee so instead of using creamer and sugar I just put butter and coconut oil um, and yeah like the first week I think I lost about like 10 pounds just doing that And I didn't even really change anything else man um, so that was one change and he actually found out his story of how this guy discovered it was he was in India. It's an interesting story. You should read it. Um, he was somewhere over there in India and having tea with somebody he was meeting. He had to be over there for a few weeks or something. And every morning they would have tea and they put butter in their tea over there. Wherever he was, part of their culture, they add butter to their tea. And, right. and he started having the tea with them every morning and with the butter, and he didn't change anything else on his diet, and he just noticed he was losing weight, and he couldn't understand why. And I come to find out he was having this tea what? with butter, <laughs> and he started losing weight just by adding this. Didn't change any other diet, didn't limit anything else, just started drinking tea with butter in the morning, and he started losing weight. Um, so it's one of those things that sounds weird, but actually worked because I did it. Um, without changing anything else not working out not dieting. I didn't do anything else crazy. He just started having butter and coconut oil coffee in the morning and I started losing weight man crazy
1: So here's the thing because uh, I don't I don't drink coffee um, you
0: can do When it with I when I your hot chocolate then what
1: I, I used to drink coffee though when I was younger and and it was it was really bitter when you didn't add any sugar to it.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, how'd you deal with that? Well, it's an acquired taste. Um, for me, the butter is really, really creamy, and we didn't do it all at once. If you're, if you start off and you love, love your sugar like loaded with cream and sugar. Some people just do cream. Some do sugar. Some do a black. Um, we did it gradually. So we would still add a little bit of cream and sugar and then add the co- the coconut and butter. And then the next day, just a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less so you, so you don't really notice it, so you get used to the taste. But just do it gradually. You can still add your sugar and do it till taste, but just start using less and less until pretty soon. You can just have it with the coconut oil and butter. Trust me, the butter... The butter changes the taste the most. The coconut oil, you kind of got to get used to, but butter is actually really creamy if you're using real butter. So it's, you know, to me it's another form of adding creamer. Um, right. So the butter actually gives it a really good taste. I actually like it and, and prefer it that way now. Like we go to a restaurant or having coffee. If they have the little butter on the table and it's soft, I'm like putting it in there. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh. actually really good and I like it now.
1: Cuz here's the thing, I today I drank like, I'm I'm currently on my uh fourth cup of fruit tea. Mhm. And I add 4 teaspoons of um sugar into the tea. Mhm. Because it's a big cup. It's like uh is like uh, three cups size because i'm using this tr- travel mug i told you about
0: yeah awesome leak proof one
1: yeah it's a big mug so so it, it 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 can hold about three cups of regular tea so i use four teaspoons for that and 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 so today i i drank like 16 teaspoons of sugar already <laughs> Which is, which is kind of crazy, you know. I'm just sitting around, sitting around, working a little bit, having my tea, you know. Sixteen teaspoons of sugar. <laughs> so, so, so that's what I, that's what I mean. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll try this because I don't, excuse me, I don't necessarily care about. Um, being like super fit and stuff because i don't think that kind of stuff matters
0: mm-hmm.
1: um well you want to obviously be healthy and things but you don't want to go crazy over a little you know little beard gut or something if it's not too big and it's not terrible right you, you know you don't you want to be relaxed in general so yeah. I, don't, I don't think i don't think it matters very much yeah, um,
0: don't obsess over it do what makes you happy regardless that's all that's the only thing that really matters
1: Right, right. So I mean, so I was, I was, but I could try that. Maybe I could acquire this taste for it.
0: Do you have I a?
1: Take-
0: do you have a little blender. No. You don't have a, you don't have a blender at all.
1: No, well, I have a big fat one.
0: All right, then you're gonna want to. I mean, you can if you can use the big fat one. It's just that the butter. It doesn't just, you know, it's a, it's an oil sort of. So stirring it with the spoon just doesn't mix it. Um, If you have your container and it's leak-proof, then you're going to want to melt the butter first unless the tea is super-duper hot and you put the butter in right as it's super hot. Then you can put it in your leak-proof thing and and shake it in between sips, and that might work, but... um, In order for it to really blend good and make it creamy and foamy, because it'll foam, it makes like a little froth at the top, which is delicious, then you just dump it in the blender, throw the butter in there while it's still warm. Um, Because that's what I usually do. Once I brew the tea and it's hot, then I just pour it in the blender, drop a cube of butter in there, blend it for like five seconds, and then it's ready to go. But if for some reason or another I'm in a hurry, and i don't feel like blending running the blender then i'll put it in my the tea in my coffee mug and i'll melt the butter first and then just pour it in and then just shake it up and try to drink it like that but you know stirring with a spoon doesn't get it you'll see the butter on top and the tea under <laughs> you know water uh, water and oil don't really mix you know that
1: yeah 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 uh, yeah
0: i remember i remember something like that science class, you did that experiment, pour water and then pour oil and watch them separate?
1: Dude, we did like zero experiments in school, man. What? Lame school. I'm telling you, we, we did like, all we had is like people freaking talking at us all the time. It's terrible.
0: You didn't have science class and did little science experiments? No, we did maybe one, like four year career in high school. Oh my gosh! So you've never cut open and dissected a frog? Nope. Which I don't know why they force people to do that anyway. That's awful. You've never you've never burned ants with a magnifying glass? Nope. What? <laughs> you, you do that you do that at school? No, they don't teach you that. They don't want you to do it, but. But, you know, have you ever even done that? Like played with a magnifying glass in the sun and then make the point? You can just burn your hand, too, if you want. Or set a pa- piece of paper on fire by doing that. It's yeah. Cool.
1: I did that to paper. I, I never did that to freaking ants, man. They did they, they did no harm to me, man.
0: That's true. I've also never done that to ants. <laughs> because I'm not like that. You're not a sadist. No. no, not on weekdays, <laughs> dude.
1: But it's kind of crazy. I'm gonna try this butter and, and coconut oil if I can find good coconut oil because I, I've never seen one. That was that was good enough. Yeah, if, I mean,
0: if, if not, then just use the oil. The key was it said it's just adding a good. I mean, just use the butter. Just adding a good oil. I mean, a good. Fat, not not an oil. A good one of the healthy fats to your diet somehow sparks the metabolism and helps you. You know, like I said, you got to read the article. I don't remember the explanation, but the key is just adding a good um, one of the healthy fats to each meal because it helps with the food breakdown and all that. You know, it
1: also helps you lose weight.
0: Eating less. What? Eating less.
1: Yeah, not too, but tuberculosis, man. What? Tuberculosis is very good for losing weight.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see if I can find a good article on the tuberculosis diet and.
1: It's very easy to catch too.
0: And how do you catch it?
1: Just go to a TB hospital. Have people cough on you.
0: Very easy. <laughs> That's a good plan. I like that plan. So, dude,
1: when I have, when I had TV, I had like zero appetite, right? I had no appetite. <laughs> so, so I was I remember I remember I was like sitting there and I was working because I was writing and I was And then the evening came and I was like hungry in the evening. You know, I wasn't hungry all day. Whoa. And and then I would have one meal in the evening and I did that for weeks. I didn't even care, man.
0: <laughs> wow. And
1: then and then they put me in a hospital because it's very, very contagious. Well, past a certain stage it's contagious. If you if you just have tuberculosis and you ca- you catch it early, it's not contagious right away. You can just take your medicine, buy it at the drugstore and and just, just take it at home and go take, make a weekly checkup. They check, they check your uh, weight, they check your blood, they check your blood. They just kind of, um, uh, because they don't want to put you in a hospital if you're not contagious, Right. there's no, there's no point, Right. So they, just, they, they just give you prescriptions, they give you what to take, they tell you what to take, how often and whatnot, and yeah. you just take
0: a weekly test. If you can die on your own at home and not get anyone else sick, then it's fine, then just go home and go home and die.
1: It's not as deadly though um because they have good antibiotics for it. It's tough to take' them. um but I was past that stage, and i was I was very contagious when they took me to the hospital mm. and 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 the hospital food is terrible, and i I would just not eat it.
0: <laughs>
1: I was like, this is, this is freaking disgusting. I'm not going to have this crap. This snow's terrible. It's not even hot. It's, it's, it's terrible. More, this is the type of food you could more complain secret, about
0: more secret keys to this amazing tuberculosis diet, the hospital contributes helping. That's great.
1: Yeah, man. it's It, it was, it was terrible. I mean, it was just like eating crap. But anyway, and then I found out there was a freaking weekly weigh-in. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta step on the scales and they took your weight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, okay, I'm not going to get away with this crap. <laughs> no one told me, right? So I was like, oh, I'm just not going to eat. <laughs> and then, and then no one told me that they're going to weigh me every, every week. <laughs> so you kind of, you kind of force yourself to like eating stuff and then My wife brought me good food that I actually enjoyed. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but when you go to a TB hospital, you gotta you gotta have a face mask. They tell you not to bring anyone that doesn't doesn't absolutely have to visit. (laughs) So like my, my kids came over once, and that's that's only because they were on antibiotics too. Because I was contagious when they took me in hmm. And at that, that stage, the whole family needs to be um, needs to be needs to have some treatment. All right. So so they were not in any danger because they were already fighting at all. So they, they came and visited but they still said don't don't do it if you don't have to but I was there for two months so they came and visited once.
0: Yay. Yeah, yeah. And what was your your total weight loss on this diet? And how come it's not on YouTube? Dude, I was, you know, I think at
1: the lowest point I was, I'm normally like 67. So I was maybe 50, which is like a hundred pounds.
0: Holy moly.
1: Yeah. I weighed about a hundred pounds.
0: It was really skinny. Dude, that's insane.
1: Yep. I'm, I'm not very heavy. I'm normally about 100, uh, 140, 150, something like that. Mm. So I'm you lost losing. almost 40 freaking 50 pounds. Yeah. For for I I did nothing, dude. I just wasn't
0: hungry. <laughs> wow. I can see Crazy. all I can see all the people in the. Mary K. Ashley Olsen diet right now going crazy over this. Running to their computers right now to find the closest TV place they can subscribe and hang out around. You want to hear something that's crazy about TV, though? I, I don't. I think I've heard enough about TV for one afternoon. I think that's all I can handle all right let's change the topic then <laughs> you can you can tell me your amazing story that you said you wanted to share with me or interesting story that'll be a good ending for a quickie before it starts to go into a longie oh you mean about
1: the which one do you mean about getting rich or about the guy that
0: no the other one that, about the guy
1: okay so so my wife she used to be a Mormon missionary and they, they always do. Um, they always go and work in pairs, right? Okay. So they, they live, uh, there's like a, like two dudes or two girls living in an apartment and they always work together and they're together for about four months and then, then they get switched around. And, and, and one of her, uh, they called them companions, the people that she worked with was this girl that I, I also knew because I was also a missionary at that time in the same country. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew that girl and, and, and when you're a missionary, they call you sister or elder, depending on if you're a dude, they call you elder and then your last name or a sister and then your last name. So I don't actually know your, uh, I didn't actually know your, her, uh, first name. Okay. So her name was Sister Sneddon. And, and she was like, at that, at that time, she was maybe 19 or 20. And my wife was about 19 or 20, maybe 21. I don't remember. And then she told me just recently, just like five days ago, she said, Hey, uh, so here's this article. And it turns out that Sister Snedden's brother went on a little trip to, uh, to China. Mm-hmm. And he got kidnapped, kidnapped there. And they didn't know anything about him for 16 years. What? And then just recently, there was an article in the newspaper, his name is David Snedden, he's like all over.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
1: they They recently found out that he was kidnapped into North Korea to teach English to the late kim jong il or whatnot i could never pronounce a dude's name so so i i'm sorry if i'm slaughtering it but
0: <laughs> they will he, come he find does, you for doing
1: that you know the dude that died not not his son that's like in, in charge right now but
0: what's his name kim, kim jong il is it uh i prefer listening to you try to say it more more than telling you yeah that dude though um
1: and he was his English tutor.
0: And they, they, what? And now he's back?
1: No, no. They've recently they they the, the the government or whatnot or whatever organization does that they they declared him dead in I think two thousand and four. Um. And they've recently spot someone recently spotted him living in. I think North Korea with, uh, with a wife and two children, what they recently found him somewhere in North Korea or in South one of the Korea's. I don't know if he moved to South South Korea or not, uh, because they do try to escape sometimes, you know, but I, I, I don't remember which one, but they, they've recently spotted him in, uh, in North Korea, so they think that he's still alive,
0: and they're trying to get him out.
1: <laughs>
0: what in the world? So it sounds like he's living a pretty good life. He's got a wife and kid, and he's adjusted. He doesn't want to leave. So, yeah,
1: I, I, I don't know. I hope. Well, because with with those oppressive governments, you never know, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It they tell you one thing, and then you do you do one thing, and then then you, you, you the reality is completely different.
0: Right, could be an of assigned the, wife. What's that? It could be an assigned wife too.
1: Me, I don't know. I don't know what they do there, but the propaganda sometimes does this kind of stuff. I don't know, but. Yeah, I I hope I mean, if he has a legit family, and and I hope they get them all out so that he can move his family over over to the States. Uh, You know, I would I would hate for him to have to leave his children and his wife just because he wants to be back in the state. I don't think he would do that. Judging judging by by how his sister was brought up. She was a very intelligent girl. She she was able to learn Polish in about six months. Which is which is quite a quite a quite an accomplishment. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, I mean, crazy. I she just told me my wife just told me about this recently, and I was like, what the footman? man? Yeah. Because my my assumption I I never read any newspapers. I hate them. So I just scanned through the uh, article to be polite,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: I didn't even read I didn't even read all the details. And my assumption was. That they they that he was dead, they kidnapped him he stayed there for a few years, taught that dude english and then and then they killed him. My assumption was that that's what happened, but apparently he's uh he's alive,
0: not bad, so we got two major life improvement strategies here that you may not have known about. So for weight loss and health, go ahead and catch Tuberculux, Tubercula TV. <laughs> and for love and relationship and career enhancement, um, get yourself kidnapped or go somewhere near North Korea. Um, and you can find true love and your dream job, man. You get to work with royalty. You get to high-powered positions. <laughs> get right. to fame and fortune. This is some good life advice, man. These quick, these, these not so quicky quickies are pretty good, man. He's taught something. You got to learn something new. Um, they say they say that the reason
1: why he was targeted was because he served a mission in in South Korea and he could actually speak Korean. Mhm. So that's why they took him.
0: Yeah, so the moral okay. moral here is don't learn, learn Korean uh and don't serve by giving up your time volunteering to help make other people's lives better or become Mormon in any church because you'll end up um surfing some King and pronounced dead for 16 years while you're forced to live out some alternate universe lifestyle good stuff it is crazy dude
1: I was talking to a friend of mine today about this hmm because he's he used to live in Shanghai which is in China
0: <laughs> um, Oh, not shang Shanghai New Jersey Okay. There's a Shanghai in New Jersey? I don't think so, no. Okay.
1: Yeah, um because there's like Paris Paris somewhere in the States and whatnot,
0: right? Okay. Uh there's a Paris there's a Paris in Las Vegas.
1: No, but there is a city called Paris somewhere somewhere in the States. I don't wanna look it up now because it's not interesting enough. But I think I think I think there's. I thought maybe there was Shanghai.
0: Not that I know of. There is a million and one cities over here. It's possible.
1: But my friend said that it would be very difficult for them to get across the border with a dude. Hmm. Uh, It it it's especially especially getting between China and North Korea. Mm -hmm. There very difficult. Uh But I don't consider it to be a very strong argument, because he's thinking that maybe all oh, this is bullcrap. Mm-hmm. Someone making assumptions for something that didn't actually happen, you know,
0: right.
1: And as one of his arguments, he says, he says, um, too difficult, man, you would have to like have some real, real logistics figured out to, to smuggle a dude over the border. Hm. And I say I said I said to him, I was like, dude, but this is Kim Jong il he he's got some fringe in high places, man. Right.
0: I'm sure he can make it happen if he wanted to.
1: Yeah, the guy's a freaking dictator killing people left and right and not going to jail for it. Right. What's a little smuggle smuggling job, you
0: know? You're right. Nothing. Can do that piece of cake. You can do that in his sleep. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's wrap this up with this quickie. I want to end this with a question because this is something else I found interesting. Um, trying to pull it up. If you're listening to this and you want to check it out, go to uh, coachlikes.com slash kitties, k-i-t-t-i-e-s. Um and did, you say, did you say least I wish, which which also would be accurate. Um I said kitties with a K. Um and definitely not talking about children. K I D D I E S. Now K is in um if I'm trying to spell this phonetically, K is in titties, I is in iddies, T is in titties, T is in titties, I is in iddies, E is in aities, and S is in cities. So that's kitties. <laughs> kitties. Um, I was in the military, so I know how to spell stuff phonetically so that people can understand what I'm saying. But as in cats, there is, <laughs> there is a book by the people behind <laughs> behind uber facts. I don't know if you're familiar with uber facts. They um they I guess they started out with Twitter and they have a huge following. They get like millions of page views to their website. Um every month it's a site that, you know, just gives you random facts. It's kind of like strange but true um facts every single day, which is kind of cool. Well, yeah. This is a huge site. This is, this is things that, you know, I start trying to talk about marketing, but not really. I'm trying to talk it to it in normal people speak instead of marketing speak. So right. I'm going to simplify this. This person has a huge, huge following, huge, huge website that gets tons of views, and they came up with a book. He, one of the people, Chris Sanchez, I think it's a woman, not sure, wrote a book called Cats Are Capable of Mind Control and A Thousand Other Uber Facts You Never Knew You Needed to Know, which is funny. Um, It's got almost all five-star reviews that currently there are, I will just say it's 94% five-star reviews. The the rating is a 4.9 out of five. There's like one idiot who gave it a one-star. I didn't even read the review, but I'm sure it's funny. To rate a humor book, I mean, how can you be disappointed in an Uber Facts book? You kind of already know what you're getting because it's pretty clear in the title, and if you know who they are, you know it's just going to be more Uber Facts. Um, idiotic. Okay, so the one star says copied and pasted from all their Twitter feeds. Um, Save your money for something worth reading. See, that's stupid. Most of the one stars are by idiots. Um, because, um, you know, you, it's a book. You're paying for the convenience. Maybe someone doesn't want to scroll through their endless Twitter feed between posts that they've made, replies, and all the other stuff, and they just want a good, convenient place with all the uber facts. Like, So sometimes the one-star you know what? reviews are, like, irrelevant. It's, like, stupid to give it one star because of that. You know what you're getting. It's uber facts. Anyway, my question, before I get, we get to you, my question is, because this is the marketing side of me, we have our podcast here, and it's mostly entertainment and humor, and one of the things I love to do is write. So we have got a couple of series of books working on. Some may be fiction, some may be kind of fact-based like this one with humor built in, like Cats Are Capable of Mind Control and a Thousand Other Uber Facts You nephew. You, Never knew you needed to know. The thing is, the book isn't selling. That's the point I'm getting to. With their million followers and million page views on their websites, all the their audience, they should have this thing should be on the bestseller list. Um, And looking at the current ranking, uh, it's like way down. Like if you know anything about how Amazon ranks their book sales this thing isn't selling. He might have sold one copy this month, maybe, if that. And I can tell that by looking at the ranking. Um, And for something that's still semi-new, it only came out, you know, not not that long time ago, because I can see the published date. This should still have a decent amount of push of sales for someone with that sort of a following. So my question is, do you, listeners, if you're listening to this, do people who are interested in humor and entertainment, are they typically not readers? Do you guys just want more Twitter stuff and blog posts and sound bites like Instagram and Twitter quick, short bites, just like these podcasts? Do you prefer short, five-minute, ten-minute, quick, something entertaining and fun bites? Or do you like a long book with tons of the content or hour-long podcasts of entertainment, um, or really long blog articles on funny and entertaining stuff like what what is this because to me it' mind boggling the size of their audience that the book is not selling at all, which is which is exactly what they have on their website. so if you go to the website, theoretically, you would think you must love you would love a book on more of the same stuff that you're already enjoying so what i want to know one why do you think this isn't selling two would you enjoy a book that is similar or related to this show whether it's fiction or nonfiction, but still has some sort of humor and entertainment because this is mind-boggling to me and this will really lead the direction of this show um what do you think uh, so you can reply in the comments on the if you're on the blog on coachcomeback.com or you can tweet me at coachcomeback or Instagram direct message me at coachcomeback. But I was just pulling it up real quick. UberFacts has 13.4 million followers on Twitter, 13.4, and they can't make a, more than a handful of book sales from 13.4 million fans. So mind boggling stuff, man. Um, so that's my question. Uh you're welcome to chime in, Seabeth, if you want or we can wrap it up there.
1: Well, I I went to their website mhm. And I can't see the fr- the freaking book.
0: No? It's it's all over their uh their Twitter page. It's actually uh, Is it is it is it uber-facts.com, is it? Uh, I don't know. Here's the Twitter. Um, let's see. All they have is a link to to the book. So they have the book in the header, They have a book in their pinned tweet. And they have the book in their profile link. Um, let's see. The website is... Uh, Maybe it's the Tumblr. I think the Uberfax Tumblr is their main site. Uh, Let's see if there's a link on the Instagram really quick. Uberfax, yeah, I think they use Tumblr as their main site. I don't know if the hyphen one is theirs or not. Uh, But the last post on the Tumblr was 14 hours ago, so... And then in the previous post, he's promoting the book. You can see him there with the book again. Um, he has 1.4 million followers on Instagram, so obviously Twitter is his main spot. But don't don't know if he has an actual another website. I think it's the Tumblr, because this uh, this Uber hyphen facts doesn't look like them. Oh no, the book is right there. You said it wasn't on there. Yeah, I couldn't see it. It's at the very top. Yeah, Uber Facts. The very first post is the book, and then they have the Facebook page in the sidebar. Um, and yeah, he's got a blog at Uber Facts. And let's see if you know anything about. Ranking. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got the
1: book, and it's got because it has a huge slider. Yeah. And it's promo. It's promoting an app in the sidebar. So I just kind of
0: missed the book. Yep. So. So yeah. So he's promoting the book on the site. 13.4 million Twitter followers, and he has the the book pinned to the top. It has 95 retweets at the time of this and 279 likes. Um, yet he's got a handful of sales. Anyway, that is all. That is my question to you. Um, if you're listening, and you happen to be someone other than my wife who's listening, one of the other 49 millions who who tune in. Uh, let us know. This is important because we want to give you what you want. We're here for you mostly, um, well, uh, but also. I'm like, not because I just like hearing Seabass's voice during my afternoon delight. It helps me finish. Um, so finish what? <laughs> exactly. Um, we'll let you figure that one out after the show. It'll click. Um, so, thank you for tuning in, all, and hopefully we'll catch the same time next week for another uh, afternoon delight uh, and tune into the blog, comeback.com, and sign up for whatever I have to sign up for so you get notified of new episodes and blog posts um, somewhere on the site at some point somewhere so that you can get my awesome emails that I send out. A good plan. I like that plan. See you all on the next episode.
1: Goodbye.